Welcome to the Principles of Success. My name is Nathan, and this is Season 1, Episode 13. And today, or this month, we are talking about the principles of hope and vision. And I combined these two because either one could be a sub-principle of the other. And hope, in particular, I think is the single most important principle there is. Because if you don't have any hope, you're not going to do much. There's a quote I really like, and it goes... Um, it goes, you can live without food for two weeks, you can live without water for three days, you can live without oxygen for, uh, I think, a minute, and you can, but you can only live without hope for one second. Once you lose hope, that's where the pit of despair really comes into play. You, if you don't believe that there's a chance to improve and to continue forward, then you feel stuck, and the feelings of being stuck is one of the main contributors to depression. So, if you're feeling depressed, self-evaluate. Do you feel like you've lost hope? That's how important hope is, because hope is everything. If you don't believe that as you improve, as you keep getting better and better, if you don't believe that there's a better future out there, if you don't have faith that you can improve and develop, then you're not going to have any hope. And you're if you don't have any hope, you're not going to bother doing anything. If you don't have hope, you won't take action. If you don't have hope, then you won't learn. If you don't have hope, you won't do any of the principles. If you don't believe that the doing these principles leads to success, then you're not going to bother doing them. If you don't have faith in yourself, you're not going to be willing to take the hard knocks, to fail, to try again. If you don't have faith in the process, then you're going to get discouraged and fall by the wayside. And you're still going to get discouraged. In fact, one of the episodes this month is going to be talking about what happens and what to do when hope fails. And I'm great at that one. <laughs> I try to have a long-term vision, but it's really easy to get discouraged. It's really easy to lose that hope, to lose that faith. It's really easy to quit believing in yourself, quit believing um, that there's a plan for you if you're religious. It's really easy to get discouraged, but you have to have that hope and you have to cling to that hope because, again, hope is everything. When you lose that hope, you've basically lost your life raft to life. That's when people, when people don't believe there's any hope for a better future, that's when they get real cynical, that's when they get just full of negative energy, and it's not good. So keep cultivating that hope. And to be honest, I don't know how to cultivate hope more. Uh, you just It's just one of those things that it's like a muscle. You have to work on it every single day. And if you don't work on it, it'll slowly atrophy. And then you'll get to a point where you've lost hope and you realize that you need to build it back up. And actually, I take that back. I do know one way to cultivate hope, and that's having a vision. And that's where the second half of these principles comes in. Vision is so important. If you don't know where you're going, it's really easy to get discouraged. Um, another great quote goes that, I don't remember the quote actually, but it essentially goes along the lines of, a captain who doesn't know where he's going is doomed to sail in circles endlessly. Um, if you don't have a direction and a plan, 
then you're going to just go in circles. If you don't know, success is so hard that if you don't know where you want to end up, like what your end destination is, then you're going to miss it. Success is this thin line that you can get close to it and not even realize it. That's why goals are important and we'll talk more about those in a little bit. But you have to have the vision, you have to know where you're going, you have to know what steps to take, and you have to have that vision to maintain hope. Because if your vision is foggy, you might lose that long-term perspective and that is detrimental to hope. And again, if you lose hope, you lose everything. You go into a nice little dark, deep pit of despair. And in fact, that's actually why I'm doing Vision and Hope this month is because I was sulking. In fact, I'm still sulking for the last little bit because I've had a few knockbacks recently and it's really easy to get discouraged. And if you lose that hope and lose the faith that you can become successful, that you can achieve what you're after, that you can make you can make your life, that you can design your life, then you're going to get disgruntled and grumpy and sulk. And I needed a reminder, so that's why we're doing Vision and Hope this month, because this is for me just as much as it is for you. So as we keep working on that vision and keep working on that hope, life gets better because as you pursue your vision, you get closer to success. As you keep working on your vision, you're, you get more hopeful. The more hopeful you are, the happier you are. That is one of the biggest factors in happiness, in my opinion. There's lots of factors in happiness. In fact, we'll talk more about that later this year, but that's how important I think hope is and how important I think vision is. Now, to, now to talk a little bit more about your vision, I want to talk about your why your reason for doing it. Why do you want that thing? Why do you have this vision? Um, what drives you? Things like that. And so first off, let's talk about why do you think this vision of yours came into your mind in the first place? Do you believe that it's possible for you to achieve that thing? I think that any idea we have is achievable. Uh, Les Brown talks about the wealthiest place in the grave is in the world is the graveyard. That's because all of the hopes and dreams and ideas have died with so many people. And when you don't act back to action on those ideas and your vision, then they die with you. And they specifically came to you because you're able to accomplish those. I don't think the ideas and visions we have are impossible for us to achieve. Now, some are a lot less likely than others. I'll just use a nice crazy example of Elon Musk's vision of creating a colony on Mars. Here's the thing. He's on track to achieve that. It's an utterly ridiculous idea, but he's has the vision and he's been working on it his whole life to get there. And who knows, maybe he might, maybe he might not by the end of his lifetime. But it will be interesting to see. So what's your vision? What are you wanting out of life? What are you wanting to accomplish in life? What and why do you want to do that? The next part of why is why do you want to do that? I just said that, but blah. Why do you want to do that? Why do you feel the need to have that in your life? Why do you feel the need to do that with your life? Um, one of the reasons why I'm creating this is because I want to create a blueprint 
for people to be successful. Uh, one of the reasons why I originally first started studying money is because I wanted to be able to help my parents out financially to pay them back for being such amazing parents to me. I, why did I study health? Because I wanted to function, essentially. That's pretty much the main motivation for that. Why do you want a relationship? Why do you want this? Why do you want that? Why do you want that particular attribute in a person? And a great rule for figuring out your actual whys is called the five why rule. So just for example, why do you want to be successful? So I can um, help my family out. Why do you want to help your family out? Because I want to pay them back for everything they did to me. Why do you want to do that? Because I love them. Why do you love them? And that's essentially, and you can do that with pretty much it. And notice each why gets deeper and deeper. Um, and as you get deeper, the closer you are to your true why. And you can, five is just the minimum. I've heard people talk about the seven why. I've heard people talk about the 13 why. That one's a bit extreme in my opinion, but do however many times that you think is necessary. Why do you want this? And then why to that answer and keep going until you get to your root why. And another quote I really like is, if your why doesn't make you cry, that's not your why. And there's, take that with a grain of salt because not every person's why will make them cry, but if it doesn't move you emotionally, then that's probably not, you haven't, pro you probably haven't gone deep enough yet. So keep digging, keep asking why, and find out what your root why is. Problem with a lot of goals and things like that is you don't have a strong enough why for why you actually want to achieve them. So in order to have a strong vision that you're going to actually accomplish, you need to know why, because your why is what helps you through the dark times. Your why is what helps you when you lose hope. Your why is what wakes you up in the morning. Why you do what you do. There's a great book called Start With Why. There's a, another book by the same author that tries to help you figure out your why. But I didn't actually get much out of that book. But I still say it's an important read. And it's both books are by Simon Sinesk, something like that. So go read those books. That's your homework for this month. And... Figure out what your why is, and then figure out for different things. Figure out what your why is for just the different categories of success, whatever your goals are. Why, go five whys deep at the minimum for each one. Anyway, I think I'll end that for this month, and I mean for this day, and I will see you all next time. If you got value out of this, please share. And in fact, just to keep you a little bit accountable, do the why exercise, and then tag your loved ones in it and see what their responses are. Anyway, I will see you all next week.